This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Good morning, Leonard. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Lowe's Movies recording on a Sunday afternoon, August 28th, 2022, for your Monday morning enjoyment, if you go that way. And my guests today are Rory Albanese, Corey Ryan Forrester, and Clark Wolf. Hello. 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 <laughs> I was worried again. We had a, a false start when my feed dumped out and... Uh, Thought that happened again, but everyone was just being polite. No one wants to talk over each other. So let's meet all of you individually. And thanks to the recent, very recent Allison Rosen Amendment to the DLM Constitution, in alphabetical order by first name. Yeah, that really flipped on you, Rory Albert. You know what? I'm thrilled. My whole life I've had to go first. <laughs> you always have to go first. And now suddenly someone who always has to go last is launched into first position. I'm so delighted that this is the first time we've applied it. and It's worked so beautifully for everybody involved because Corey's just used to hanging out. That's uh, true. Right there, you know, close to the beginning, but not too close. Mm-mm. Let's not how, get. How crazy. are you, Doug? <laughs> I'm good, thanks. Um, so wait, who's first then? Would it be Clark? <laughs> it, it oh, wait, it is. See, I told you I'm stupid. <laughs> and also, yeah, because she has a yeah. W too, so it means a lot. Mm -hmm. Hot off of shooting a movie, Clark Wolf is here. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hello. Oh my gosh, thank you, Allison Rosen, for finally for for speaking up for. For 
first names with early in the alphabet, last names with later in the alphabet, people like me and you. <laughs> well, this is uh, the best excuse I know of to not do Doug Love's movies. You, I asked you to do it last week or week four recently, and you couldn't you couldn't do it because you're, you're shooting a movie. Can you tell us about it? Yes. Well, I believe that uh, the announcement will be coming very soon oh. uh, out and about. But I can tell you that it is a horror movie, which, as you know, Doug, are my favorite kinds of movies. Right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's so funny because people, when I found out I was doing this, I would tell like close friends or family, they'd be like, you and your horror movies. And I'm like, you know, actors don't get to pick the movies that they're in most of the time. I mean, I look forward one day to picking the movies I'm in, but it just happened to work out this way. So I'm very excited. It was a great experience and it's going to be gnarly. It's going to be great. Yeah. And you bring it you, because of your love of horror films, you bring you bring a positive like that's a, a thing. People get cast all the time, I think, because they just are already, you know, fired up for what, uh, you know, what's going to be, you know, what people are going to attempt to make, you know. Yes, while I cannot say what the actual movie is, again, it'll be out soon. I love it. I love. But... I was hoping when I asked you, I I love to ask people stuff that they can't tell the, tell us the answer to. Well, what I can tell you the answer to very quickly is that it did work out being a horror fan because there is an incredible special effects team on this movie. We have mostly practical effects, and so when it was time for me to be covered in said practical effects. I was not only excited about it, but very like patient with it. So uh, it, it was a great fit. It worked out that way too. Well, that is a, that's a big reveal right there that it's uh, that it's involved in that way. Uh, and I look forward to, to hearing more. Perhaps you'll be like, Can I ask ongoing... a follow-up. Am I allowed to ask okay, a follow-up? Please jump in. Please ask. You say practical effects. So like, that means like they've just put in, gross shit on you when somebody like explodes right like it's not cg can like... can confirm can so like confirm. can i just ask this what level of gross shit like did you ever have like a big chicken thigh on your face you know like what are they using to so, make stuff look like gore uh i can give you one one thing <laughs> that was pretty great it was actually the least comfortable and it was they used this substance that was a uh, hair gel mixed with water to wet us down when we were supposed to look extra scary. And uh, it makes you look wet without having to pour water all over you and constantly like dousing you with water. So that was actually kind of a huge surprise for all of us. And like, wow, we never, so not the bloody kind, but like, oh, this is how you make a really wet effect. It was the worst though, because it was cold and it kept us very cold the whole time. But that was kind of that was kind of cool but no chicken parts uh that i know of <laughs> was it super sticky it was slick you know because it's okay. it's, and it was mostly water um so it but it was it was really we were all kind of surprised what is that oh it's just hair gel mixed with a bunch of water and we were like wow this is a great special effects team there's more interesting cool gnarly special effects than just wetting us down but that's one that i can tell you one little secret that sounds like something they'd put on somebody as one of the layers when they're going to light them on fire. 
Yeah. Ooh. Well, fortunately, no one was set on fire uh, accidentally. I cannot confirm or deny if anyone was intentionally set on fire. I'm just saying you might have, uh, you know, you might have uh, been even more safe than you knew. <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> I just was laughing at that. Just you're just like, I'm going to go take a smoke break. And then everyone just explodes. <laughs> yeah, we were covered in a lot of flammables, I will say. <laughs> Our next guest today is a comedian, an author. What doesn't he do? It's, I thought that'd be funny to say that after only listing two things. Uh, it's Corey Ryan Forrest, everybody. Hello, hey, Doug. Dude. Welcome back, dude. Doug, I heard a rumor about you, and oh, no. I don't like to deal in rumor and innuendo. I always like to go straight to the source so I can have you confirm it. I heard that you loved movies. Oh, well, you know what? It's about time that got out because I've been... <laughs> You know, telling everybody, but just people just don't seem to know that yet. Like, uh, so it's good to hear that the dam finally burst. It's out, baby. And the word is out that Doug loves movies. Thank you for being here. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for once again having me. I hope I fare better than the last time I was on. Uh, as most of y'all know, I got completely dusted by the Ken Jennings of the Doug Loves Movies world, Mr. Brandon Collins. It's and, funny uh, you mentioned him because he won last week, but he's busy today. Like he was supposed to be here today. Yeah, well. And he couldn't make it, so we'll have him back good. soon. But the point is, uh, you know, you're like one of those people that gets off the plane right before it crashes. You really uh, lucked out. <laughs> yeah. And when I say gets off right before it crashes, of course, I'm referring to a pilot with a parachute. Okay, so <laughs> where are we? Uh, oh, where I, are you? That's the question. Where are you? you that's a great question. Uh, I genuinely don't know. I think I'm somewhere in Pennsylvania. No, no, I, Maryland. Uh, I, I see. Here's the deal. I did an. I performed at a nudist uh, retreat this weekend, and I'm on my way home from the Poconos. And the only way that I was going to be able to make this podcast was to just pull over somewhere between the Poconos and home and get a hotel. And I did that, but I genuinely didn't even look to see where I was. I don't know what state I'm in. Okay. But well, I'm here. I appreciate your dedication to being there, wherever <laughs> yeah. that is. I'm here. And getting internet. I can't believe they have internet there. You I should, know uh, you, The way I always like to figure out what state I'm in is just how quickly I can get meth. <laughs> well dude I, I, you can't see me because we're right on video but like people just give me meth like they're uh, like i bet this guy will like it all right yeah then you're probably like pennsylvania yeah they hear my accent and they're like this boy wants a corn dog and some meth <laughs> <laughs> i mean if they're paired up like that it doesn't sound so bad no it does not you need you a know? full stomach <laughs> I'm already addicted to corn dogs, so how could how could that <laughs> could be? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm glad to be here, Doug. Thank you for having me once again. Thank you, dude, and and joining us for the first time, a uh, guy who probably never mentions <laughs> that he has <laughs> that he has nine Emmys. Oh God! For writing like... and producing, right? You can't bring that up ever, right? You're too no. cool for that. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm definitely not too cool for it. But, no, but uh, you know what I mean. You're I cool in the sense that you're not cool, so you don't bring it up. Uh, that's cool. I guess so. Yeah, right. But, you uh, just chill about it. Totally. 
I, I will, where are they? Are do they are they like are they all are they all set up as the, the end of each hole at a miniature golf course in your backyard? I've got yeah. There. <laughs> I mean, I'm just spitballing. I don't know what some oh my god. No, but <laughs> holy shit, that's a great idea. Um, <laughs> I, the only reason I don't have a mini golf course in my backyard is because I'm scared Corey will come over and fucking dominate it. You're damn right, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, Emmy was it where you? He'll bring Which one of his fucking <laughs> titanium putters to my backyard. Which which number Emmy was it where you kind of stopped caring if you were getting like you know what I mean like uh, here's the here's the truth of this. I worked at a TV show that won a lot of Emmys, and I, although I was a big part of the show many times and in many ways, I was one of many people that were part of this really big show. One of those people happened to be John Stewart. So, you know, he wins a lot of things because he's yeah. like really smart, you know. So if you hang around with a guy like that, you end up with a lot of things. Um, anyway, back to this podcast. Um, <laughs> Doug, I want to say this. I'm a fucking huge fan of yours. And I we did that show together at Largo. And I was fucking backstage crying, laughing. So I was thrilled when you asked me to do your podcast. Oh, that's fantastic. So nice yeah. of you to say. And uh, I think you're yeah. very funny. Well, that's why you're here, because like I had a few episodes in a row where no one was laughing at my jokes. So Good. I was like, I'll get Rory in here. Yeah, that's, that's the move, man. I'll, I won't even mute. So is Rory is short, of course, for roaring with laughter. Yes, it's and, for, uh, short for I, And I've yet to officially say your name uh, as our third guest today. Uh, also, I'm just so confused by this flipping the alphabet thing, but I'm really going to try to commit to it because I do I do feel it's a time for change. Uh, Rory Albanese is here. Hello, yeah. Rory. How are you today? Thank you, Jack. I'm good, <laughs> man. And even though you flipped the alphabet, you still stopped to tell me you were flipping the alphabet. And so in a way I, I already went first, but, uh, it's yeah. true. Yeah. I guess I, I, I'm all over the place today because, you know, there's no reason for formality here. If somebody's got something good to say, uh, you know, of course I want to hear about it. And, uh, you're doing stand up full time again now. Uh, yeah, I'm doing it. Full time. The I'm shackles doing... of of television are well. Off. No, I'm doing some TV work too, and where I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm I, I'm trying to be as diverse as possible. But I am working right now on TV. But shouldn't we start the fucking the, this? This can't be it. Talking about this what is I'm it. Doing. It's all it's all intros. It's all intros. <laughs> yes, it's it's what is the name of this podcast? Ever. Long intros. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're like, doing Doug's long Jeopardy. intros podcast right now. When you're watching Jeopardy, aren't you like, why are they going back to the game so quickly? I want to know yeah, more about I want to know more about that guy, Mark. I want to know <laughs> more about his quirky stories at work. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, we're going to get to it. But first, uh, we have a little chat before we play some games. All right. And but it is, it is about movies. Too? It is about movies. So you're, you're getting your wish, I think. Yeah, um, and it is somewhat of a game because you do have to make a selection. This is the part of the show I call Recommendation Nation, and that's where I ask each of you to uh, recommend a movie, but from a category of my choosing <laughs> that I will tell you now, and then each of you can you know pick one movie you like in that category. There's so many movies that fit this category. It's back to school time right now. I went to an amusement park the other day. It was empty. It was so amazing. Uh, so please recommend a movie about school. 
or as they say in Sing Street, skewel. Does it have to be, is there any parameters to this movie? Like just if it has some connection to you or some meaning or some reason, or does it have to be good? No questions, you're out. <laughs> no, I'm a movie, you know, just pick the movie uh, that fits that category that you would most recommend to, to people, just a general right. recommendation, something that's going to land with people, but then, you know, might not be familiar with it. You oh, know, so like a dark horse? looking for like E.T. or something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. right. Right, because also that movie's not about school. That's about being schooled. <laughs> I mean... Right? E.T. <laughs> teaches a lot of people on Earth what, what's up. There's a there's a what I would call Doug. You'll probably know this movie from when I was a kid. Uh, probably like considered almost culty then. It's called Three O'clock High. Oh yeah, about a <laughs> dude. It's a pretty straightforward movie. This movie, if I remember it, but I, I don't know why it popped into my head first when you said brought this category up. Uh, it's a fun watch because it's got uh, pretty hyperactive uh, photography and editing. Like it's. Uh, is the first movie of a it was first it was a short and then he made it they, somebody gave him money in fact it was spielberg i think gave him money to make it feature length his name's phil juano and he went on to make like uh you know u2 rattle and hum like he's been like a successful director ever since but that's a, it's a really quirky yeah it's uh, got fun a style movie. it almost has the it's style very stylish, yeah. of the uh hot for teacher video you know <laughs> yeah yeah like it's shot in like it's like, yeah like it's it, I, yeah it's, it's a weird flick yeah but it's uh, uh that's a good one so thank you for uh reminding everybody about that uh three o'clock high of course that being you know instead of uh high noon and the showdown the showdown was happening after, after school, school. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh who's next Clark, Doug, you have one? may i ask you a question Okay, everybody gets one question before they answer. <laughs> does, does, do you, does karate school count? Uh, I, you know, I think uh, you can't argue out that uh, you can't say that karate school isn't a school. It's one, the word school's right in there. By the okay, way, so... uh, Biden, Biden just paid off my uh, karate school loans. <laughs> so I, I just wanted to throw a quick thank you. In for I that. mean, that was the, you, had, you have the priciest brown belt of all time. Yeah, so I'm glad I mean, that I, I, like I paid what I paid, but I fucking got it. You know, yeah. If karate school counts, then I'm going to recommend uh, the foot fist way. I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, a lot of people don't know about it. It was like Danny McBride's like first little like jaunt. Uh, think he did it himself, and uh, I love that movie. It's very very underrated, and uh, it's awesome. I mean, he's like if you've never seen it, but of course you're familiar with Danny McBride <laughs> and and Eastbound and Down. It's like if Kenny Powers was even more of a loser which I know is insane. Exactly. it really is. And uh, it is just fantastic. Him and uh, Ben Best, who played Clegg, uh, rest in peace. He plays like a Chuck Norris type. And uh, yeah, Danny McBride is a dojo master and it is hilarious. It's very funny, very low key, kind of reminded me at that time of uh, Wes Anderson's first one, Bottle Rocket. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, Danny McBride is just, uh, I've always loved that guy. And guess what? You meet him in person. Couldn't be nicer. 
Oh, that's good. Yeah, super sweet guy. Can't get him on this show, though. Doesn't like trivia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Clark, what do you think? Do you have a, a school movie? I do. I do. And for speaking of school and, and McBride, uh, Vice Principals is also criminally underrated. Not a movie, I so realize, uh, but maybe some of your audience would like it. Do a double feature of Foot Fist Way and Vice Principals. Um, so, yes, here's my movie that uh, has some scenes at school. <laughs> and um, it's uh, Orphan, the original Orphan. Um, so we just, uh, covered this movie on my show that I do on, on, uh, twitch.tv slash fear HQ. So it's a little plug as well, but, um, I love Orphan so much. It is so good. And it is, it is just only, only it's so of its time and so special. And Esther does go to school and she gets bullied. And, um, you know, there's a lot of school related content in it. Uh, so check out Orphan. It's on Paramount Plus. Orphan first kill. Fine. But Orphan is it's so great. You're saying OG Orphan is better yes. than than the new Orphan. Yes. Hands down. Absolutely. Same Orphan, though. Same actress. Same Orphan. Same so a little, Orphan. Little spoiler for Orphan one there. And yes. um <laughs> Sort of, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And is this an actress? It's like, uh, is she done anything else besides being orphan, or is that her? Oh yeah, whole yeah. Thing? Is Isabel uh, Furman? She's in a bunch of stuff. She works all the time, and she, um, I believe, she was in the Hunger Games movies. She does a lot of TV. Um, she's a fabulous, fabulous. Oh, she actress. was like the younger sister that she went and went in tribute for. You know, or... I don't know. I don't know who exactly. I do she was. recognize that name though. Now that you say it. Let me look it up. I know she was on Masters of Sex. Was she an orphan in the Hunger Games too, though? Because that's a really weird, specific typecast. <laughs> I, you know, wait, did I lie? Did I lie? She just it wears doesn't... really ratty clothes. So everyone's just like, oh, she must. That actress must be an orphan. <laughs> yeah, she's she the is... only a kid actor without a stage mom. <laughs> yes, that's right. She did oh, it all yeah. on herself. If you show up by yourself, they're just gonna think you're an orphan. That's true. <laughs> that's it. That's well, very. We, we can only cast you as an orphan. Yeah. Um, well, that's a you know that's a curveball of a choice. I appreciate it. Uh, for me, just for me to toss one in there. I haven't seen it in a while, so I'm sure there's some parts of it that might be like uh, troublesome. But I still have fond feelings for the Rodney Dangerfield comedy Back to School. Yes, I love that movie. Right? There's I just something about it. It's so formulaic, but him just bouncing around. It's, really... but it's formulaic <laughs> in some ways, but not. I mean, because it's Rodney, nothing is formulaic. Like, like I don't know, man. Like, he fucking calls Kurt Von, Kurt Vonnegut writes his book report on Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> and, then he, and then he, Kurt Vonnegut shows up at his fucking door and writes his book report about himself. And then he gets like a C on it and he calls Vonnegut. He's like, Vonnegut! He's like, he's like yelling at Kurt Vonnegut. That's not standard, man. Dangerfield it, was so great in that, like every movie that he was in, they were like, okay, you're going to play this character, but just do your act. Yeah, and he did, and it was awesome. But that, in a lot of ways, every actor is right. Like Al Pacino's always just Al Pacino, right? Something, right? So it's just you love Al Pacino. Like, I, if it's a dentist, I want him to be like, "I'm pulling your teeth," you know? <laughs> like yeah. Just, anytime Al Pacino think, uh, says anything, I'm happy. You know, I'm pulling them back out. 
I don't think Rodney ever attempted an accent or 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 being a blind no. guy though. No, no, he did. You're right. He didn't have it. But I just mean, I just yeah. fucking love Rodney. No, Al Pacino has less range than he thinks he has. No, no, like, no, he has an incredible range. My point is, at the end of the day, <laughs> what you love about his characters is that underneath them, they're Al Pacino. They're yeah. Al Pacino that's, that's in a, a different in yeah. a different wig. Hundred percent. At the end of the day, I'm like, I just love what everything Al Pacino does. You know. Yeah, whether he's Doctor Death or there other, are other or, good or, actors or, whose names you Proctor. don't know, but the guy, the people we love, are still that person underneath their characters. I think, anyway. You know, I yeah. think that's what makes them. The yeah, there's got to be like that a, a movie star and star a star power. Yeah, star power. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. Well, that was a very exciting uh, visit to Recommendation Nation. And now we're going to play some games right after this break. We'll be right back. We are back. And the first game we're going to play today is called The Little Search Engine That Could. And here's how it works. Uh, I plugged something into a search engine, into the search engine on IMDb, the Internet Movie Database. And then just look at what pops up because things come up in the order of their uh, popularity on IMDb. So in this particular case, I typed the words how to, T-O, how to. And then I took the top 10 things that came up on IMDb. And the three of you are going to take turns guessing movies with titles with the words how to, just movies, because how to get away with murder, the TV shows, is number one on the list overall. But this is just movies, and you'll each get three shots at it. And we are starting in reverse alphabetical order, or first name alphabetical order, I guess is a better way to put it. Uh, so, Clark. All right. You get to name one first. And if you get the one that's at number one on the list, you get 10 points. If you get the one at number 10, you get one point. And then everything else in between, you take that one off the board. If yours isn't in the top 10, you get no points, but there's also no penalty. Okay. What's your first guess, Clark? So my first guess was, of course, how to get away with murder. But uh, my <laughs> first movie guess is going to be how to train your dragon. You're going how to train your dragon out of the gate. Yes. As number one or two or three or four on the list of movies. With how to in the title. Yes, that is that is my final answer. That is the correct answer <laughs> in terms of it being on the list. But not only that, it is number one on the list. Clark, you're out of the gate in this game with 10 points. Oh, boy. Incredible start. Thank you, Allison Rosen, for letting me go first. <laughs> Corey? Oh, God. Uh, what do you is... think, man? You've got, well... you got something to choose from? That was definitely my guess was how to train your dragon. Uh, how you just need to make sure you have the exactly correct title. If you, uh, okay. You know, uh, just sort of take a guess. Cause uh, you know, obviously I, I can't remember a lot if of how to movies out there. I can't remember if this is a TV show or movie, but I'm just going to throw it out there. How to okay. please a woman. How to please a woman. <laughs> 
is on the list <laughs> at number five, which makes it worth six points. That is a strong. I didn't think anyone would come up with how to please a woman. Well, my wife is a that type person movie or TV show. I, oh, so I she's like she like pops that on and then just glares at you the whole time. And I've never how seen her watch it, but but I, I heard her and my sister talking about it. But that's why I didn't know if it was a TV show or a movie. So I just had my fingers crossed. I love it. And that is a good job, Rory. Uh, eight uh, eight titles left. I mean, I know one of them. I have one in my head. I can't. I, I hope there's not a second round. There's three rounds, but you might <laughs> think of more. You see, How to like, lose some a more guy. might come to your mind during the game. You know? Okay. How to lose a guy in ten days? See, you came out with a really good one. You're already in uh, second place <laughs> because that one. Uh, is number four and nice. worth seven points. Go back to Clark. Can she keep a comfortable lead? So I'm gonna take a little I'm gonna take a little gamble here. Okay. That there is no subtitle on how to train your dragon two. So I'm gonna. My answer is gonna be how to train your dragon. How to train your dragon too. Well, it's very clever of you to think of sequels, and then next level, because so many of these have subtitles these days. For you to know that it did not have a subtitle is also brilliant. That is number three on the list. <laughs> it's worth eight more points. <laughs> Clark has eighteen points. <laughs> oh my goodness, Corey! How to Train Your Dragon Three? I'm sorry, Corey. That is not the correct title, and also I'm not even going to confess if it fell into the top ten. Uh, I, we I should have said that first. We're allowed to just keep guessing the same fucking movie over and over again. Is that what happened? It just felt like a lot of how to train your dragons came down. Well, right. one of one well, of them was a guess, and one of them I knew. Yeah, we did one and That's two. That's the difference. And then there was an attempt at the title in part three. I'm so screwed, guys. Unfortunately, I'm just trying to buy the title some time is here. messed up. <laughs> I'm just trying to buy some time. Is there like a is there a uh, um not a phone a friend, but like can I ask for like a, do you get like a clue or something? You know, like is there a no, I mean, I, I thought the you know initially someone saying how to train your dragon was a pretty good clue. That there might be other how to train your dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, especially it being number one, but um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't see any other clues here other than just um, you got to think. Just you know, can you think of any other movie that has how to? I'm trying. I'm trying. Um. You know, do that game where you start to say it and see if something comes out. I know, I've been doing that this whole time. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, to... Can I phone a Ryan, you know? Or... <laughs> um, all you right. can also, you can pass. It's, uh, there's no... Uh, you, you yeah, know, I'm going to pass. Think, I'm going to keep thinking. Get your third round. round, maybe something will come to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pass. Maybe somebody will mention something that has a sequel or something. Uh, Clark, what else have you got? Okay, so the last one I got, and I'm not sure if it's going to be in the top 10, but uh, Kenneth Branagh made a movie 
called How to Kill Your Neighbor's Dog. Is that in on there? I'm going to have to look for a second. <laughs> I don't a, even recall it's a real that being movie. A thing. It's a real movie. How to Kill Your... He directed it in the 90s. Wow. I think Robin Wright's in it. He's really bounced back with Belfast. And now this next... He, he's... Uh, what's his name? And, uh, you know, Johnson over in the UK. He just looks incredible. The, the makeup's amazing. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> that's not on the list okay not in the top 10 fair that's fair, not fair. In there. But you're doing pretty good you're doing pretty good uh at 18 points i think it's uh uh insurmountable i'd say but let's let, let's continue just for you know the fun of it if Corey has any other how to's to suggest I'm, I'm just going to pray to the god above that they made a film adaptation of how to win friends and influence people because i that's can't a, think of Terrific guess. I like your head's in the game. Not ah. uh, Anything else, Rory? Any final words? Uh, I'm going to guess how to train your, <laughs> your friend's dragon. <laughs> I'm going to say that they made a spinoff that was all about helping your friend. Uh, I think there have been spinoffs, in, like a TV series or something, but that's not the title. <laughs> Damn it. Unforge. So Clark wins this game. All she wins, fellas, don't get too uh, rattled, because all she wins is she she goes first in the next game uh, that we're going to play in a second. But let me uh, you know, tell everybody what was missed uh, in this game. Number two on the list was how to be single. Uh, I assume maybe getting some action off of like Dakota Johnson's been uh, having a pretty good uh, career surge. Uh, so maybe it's because of her. Um, we did number three and four and five. Uh, six is how to talk to girls at parties. Oh, no I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the best we can do for that. And then... <laughs> In number seven, if anybody had known the full title of How to Train Your Dragon, no three, no number, just colon, The Hidden World. Damn it. Mm, yeah. It crazy. hid from us. Very well hidden. It was such a well hidden title. <laughs> and then number eight was How to Steal a Million. Uh, nine was How to Marry a Millionaire. And 10 was a movie with Beanie Feldstein uh, sporting a British accent unconvincingly called uh, How to Build a Girl. Hmm. And that is a game that is over called Little Engine, Little Search Engine that could. We'll be right back after these messages. We are back. And Clark, you get to go first in our deciding game today. This is the one it all comes down to. And today, it's a game I call Weird Algorithm. <laughs> We're going back, going back to our friends at IMDb. I use them frequently. There's no uh, promotional connection uh, other than the fact that I am DB when you look, when you really think about it. Um, uh, so I discovered on IMDb that... Um, they have this popularity algorithm 
that uh, the last game was uh, also based on, where uh, if you are looking at a movie, let's say, because this is Douglas movies, you're looking <laughs> at the cast of a movie on there, you can refine the list of the cast in order of a popularity according to IMDb. So it's really interesting to see, you know, how the big stars of the movie might not necessarily land in the top spots, at least not uh, today. So this is how the game works. Clark will go first. I'll name a movie and she'll name somebody that she thinks would be, uh, you know, listed as the most popular person in that movie today if you get the most popular you get three points second most popular two points third most popular one point anybody else that you name that's in the movie no points but i'll even tell you who's in the movie if you want to know uh everybody can share answers so it's strategic you can pick the same answer as the other players if you want but at some point somebody's got to take a chance and uh, that might come down to the tiebreaker clark are you ready i'm ready I need a drink. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of rules, but it's good. I like yeah, it. just a water, you know. But I got a little, uh, I got a little cotton mouth going on. Okay, the movie it's in theaters now and it's got quite a cast, and it's called Bullet Train. Oh, okay. Who's in Bullet Train, Clark? Bradley. You don't. Pitt. You don't have to. Your first, you know, just say who you think is in it. I think Brad Pitt's in it. Uh huh. That's all I know. <laughs> well, I thought, does Sandra Bullock have a cameo in it? I'm pretty sure. She is, uh, it's interesting. In the movie, it's kind of like uh, they they switched roles because in The Lost City, yes. he pops in for a bit. And in this one, she pops in for a bit. But uh, the TV ads, I think they feel the movie's underperforming because now the TV ads are featuring her and it's kind of supposed to be a surprise that she shows up in the movie. Got it. Uh, but you hear her voice a lot before you see her. And I'm like, that's Sandra Bullock. Like, I wasn't like thinking <laughs> that, that that was anybody else but her, you know. As but a, anyway. <laughs> yeah. As a Sandy B super fan, I did know that she was making a surprise appearance in that. Yes. Yeah, so there's another surprise appearance that I'm not, I won't reveal unless, you know, somebody wants to, you know, if any of you know what it is. Uh, you can say it if you want to, but we've got uh, Michael Shannon is in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Zazie Beats. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who is just such a chameleon. Like, I was watching that movie just going, I can't believe it's that's that's kick ass. Like, it doesn't make any sense. So he's so different. Um, Bad Bunny is in it. And uh, Joey King is in it. Okay. Uh, so those are kind of like the. Uh, what would, what would be arguably the, all the top build people. So of all those people, Clark, who do you think is number one today on IMDb? I'm going to say Brad Pitt. Okay. And also you get, a, you get a chance you get one last chance to switch your answer after you hear what everybody else has to say. What do you think, uh, Rory? I'm going to say Joey King. Joe? This is about who's trending, right? Like on on IMDb. I get, yeah, it's who yeah. you know who's who's the hottest on IMDb. You're going Joey King. Yeah. What do you think, Corey? I I'm going to once again take my wife's advice if she's not here. But I, the I know that this person's in this movie because of my wife, and my wife has her finger on the pulse of America. I'm going to go with Bad Bunny. 
You like Bad Bunny in this situation? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, now that everybody has made their piece, does anybody want to change their answer? I'll stay. Stay. Sit or stay. <laughs> <laughs> I should come up with specific words you're supposed, supposed to say, but I think we're in agreement that everyone is locked in. And here's how it breaks down. Uh, Michael Shannon, Zazzy Beats, the, uh, a cameo I'm not going to spoil that nobody mentioned, and Sandra Bullock all fell past Sandra Bullock came in fourth. Mm. So for the points in third place is Brad Pitt. Oh, the old man. So, so Clark is on the board with one point. And then number two is Aaron Taylor Johnson. Probably people are excited. He's playing somebody in the MCU or the not the no, he's gonna be in the DC universe because he's dead in the MCU. Because he was, you know, uh, the the witch's uh, brother, Scarlet Witch's brother, Quick who so died, who died in Age of Ultron. Uh, anyway, number one, nice pull, Rory's Joey King. Damn it! Yeah, it's true. The kids do love Joey King. Yeah, but I guess maybe it's not translating into box office because it's very clear she's in the movie and the uh, previews and stuff. And I, I see this. There's this big billboard over on uh, on Sunset Boulevard or the other side of a building. That's just a huge, you know, ad for Bullet Train. It's all these great actors, you know, Michael Shannon and everybody. And they all have very distinct, cool looks. And that to me, like, there's definitely some awesome choreography in it. it. You know, it's fun enough, I guess. But it's just funny how the 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 if you look at the poster, you're that's their characters. Whatever they're dressed up as, that's that's their that's the entire character development. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what I I think, man. I I think it's hard to find movies, and I know people love uh, that fucking they became a series but things that take places on trains you got to be in the right mood <laughs> snow piercer yeah snow piercer snow piercer is great but like every time i want to watch it a second time i'm like i don't know it's a lot of train you know like it's just a lot of train yeah know? and this is a lot of fighting in trains in very close quarters so it's, yeah, a, lot it's of, a lot of you know shaky, the choreography is very yeah. uh it's cool and it's very violent and yeah. uh but everybody's just sort of playing caricatures and not even and seeming all, to have and correct me if I'm wrong, but all of those characters are are, 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 on, are, are on a train. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. That's that's one of the reasons I haven't rushed to see it. <laughs> it's going really fast too. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. There's that other bullet train movie with uh, Denzel Washington and uh, Chris Pine. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Not a bad train. I mean, uh, you know, not right. a bad train flick. But yeah. But what a spoiler of a title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of my Turns favorite that, I was right one of oh my, my favorite God, episodes yeah. of uh, Rick and Morty was a train episode where they were making fun of people that do train things like train movies I enjoyed that quite a bit I'm trying to remember <laughs> that Rick and Morty I've seen all of the Rick and Mortys I'm trying to remember it yeah they're yeah, it on a train like they, and they uh, use it as a uh, they use it as a story device or whatever and they've got the dude who uh, he's the conductor but in real life he's actually playing a video game and then he gets split in half and it's pretty rad 
Yeah. Wait, well, that's, not the, to, but that's not the video game. I'm sorry. Now we're just That's all right. <laughs> back to the Future 3 is a, is a train instead of a DeLorean. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Because trains have a rich history in time travel films. <laughs> <laughs> Rick and Morty always nail that shit, man. I got to go back and rewatch that. I still don't know why in Ferris Bueller they think that they can that if they put the car in the reverse that that would take miles off of the car that it had traveled. Yeah, just an old they didn't thing. drive those miles backwards. Listen, if they drove it on the streets backwards, maybe. Urban legends, <laughs> and there was no Google back then, and urban legends just stuck, you know. But that's interesting, though. If you go in reverse, you if you drove everywhere in reverse, you'd never have any mileage on your car. You'd have negative. <laughs> 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 okay all right sorry for that but uh, uh my mind turns to the next round of weird algorithm rory has three points clark has one and Corey, it's always great to have you on the show <laughs> the film is the academy award nominated and uh highly uh, decorated in the rotten tomatoes world uh, animated motion picture, The Mitchells versus the Machines. Mm. Uh, terrific cast in this movie. Such funny, amazing people. Abby Jacobson, Danny McBride, the aforementioned, uh, Maya Rudolph, Eric Andre, Olivia Coleman, Oscar winner, Fred Armisen, uh, and strangely enough, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. So, uh, any of you see this movie, The Mitchells versus Machines? On uh, I believe it's on Netflix. Not yet, but I heard wonderful things. My uh, my touring partner Trey Crowder uh, had told me about it. He watched it with his kids and said it was just one of the absolute best films of the year. Like not just animated, but just overall. He said it was wonderful. Yeah, it's terrific. It's just not as emotional as Encanto, so that's why it, that one for you know best movie. But right. it's it's really good, it, and it's a. Uh, the dude who directed it, he uh, he came on our show. Super nice guy, and uh, like I said, a fun voice cast. But out of those names, uh, we you know the next person in line gets to go first. That's Rory. You get to pick first this time. Which one out of those names do you think uh, is the most popular? Fuck, man, there was so much time in between you saying all those names. Can you say them <laughs> one more time? I know it's a real good uh, memory test, but uh, yeah. it feels like I, none of them jumped out at you as being the, maybe the one. Well, I was uh, thinking, I was just absorbing the. Uh, I mean, I, I heard what you said. Yeah, Armisen, Eric Andre. I just just you got it. Hit so him you quick. Know just it. hit you him quickly, it. quickly. Yeah, just Olivia work. Coleman, Abby Jacobson, Danny McBride, Maya Rudolph. And the Teagans, I mean, yeah. John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. And there was one, uh, Olivia Coleman, you said was in there, right? And yeah, who's, yeah. And who's trending number one of that group of people at the Yeah, who do you think's the hottest the, right now? At the people? moment? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to say, I'm just going to say Abby Jacobson because of the League of Their Own that people are fucking talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's on that show on What's It On? Uh, one of those. Amazon. Amazon. It's a... Oh, it's a prime. I think yeah, so. It is. Oh, okay. That's funny because I, I kind of feel like I watched the first episode and it felt like, you know, uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, but a, a baseball team instead of a comedian. And uh, I don't have a problem with that. I join both. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. Who was next? Clark. Me. Okay. Yes. Um. Hmm. 
I was also leaning towards Abby or Maya because I know Maya has that show out on Apple, but let's, uh, yeah, I'm going to actually agree and say it's Abby. Okay. Uh, Corey, what do you think? Do you want to split off from them or go with the... Yeah, I'm going to go with my Rudolph just to be different and because I actually don't think it is a dumb guess. My, I was going to guess Olivia Coleman just because Peaky Blinders just came out and she had passed and I thought, you know, maybe, but it's it's probably not. I'm going to go with my Rudolph. Wait, you're telling us Olivia Coleman is dead? Oh, not. No, excuse me. I was thinking of fucking. Oh, my God. That was get, breaking news. I, that was I get, breaking no, no. I get Olivia Coleman and uh, oh, my Lord. Holy fuck from Peaky Blinders that played Paul. Holy shit. I get I oh, just, Diana Rigg. I just realized that I get them mixed up in my head. Holy hell. Well, hey, uh, Helen, uh, Helen McCrory is her name. Yeah. God damn it. That was. Yes, please. <laughs> don't. Uh, sorry, everybody. I did not mean to <laughs> insinuate. Uh yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Maya Rudolph. Okay. Uh, is everybody else good with their answers? I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm second guessing myself, and I'm just going to stick. I'm such an idiot. I like it. Why are you an idiot? Because I just accidentally killed Olivia Coleman on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, we knew, we know she's doing all right. She just came off another Oscar nomination for that weird movie about sitting around on the beach being jealous of people. And the crown should come back out next month. Although, oh my God. yeah, she's amazing. Um, 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 yeah. Okay. So, uh, um, Eric Andre came in seventh. Danny McBride came in sixth. I feel like when he shows up in another thing, he'll pop up again on these, you know, he'll, he'll, it'll perk him up. Cause whenever he has a new show, Eric, it's so great. Eric Andre or, or McBride. Uh, Danny McBride. Eric yeah. Andre is a slimy piece of, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> And then uh, number four, this one. Oh, so close, Corey. Maya Rudolph came in the fourth slot. Damn it. On this list. The much talked about Olivia Coleman was third. <laughs> uh, you know, someone I thought, if anybody knows this, good for them. They'll maybe pick up some points. Uh, apparently, there's a little girl named Madeline McGrew. Who uh, McGraw or McGrew? McGraw. Who uh, hits the second spot. So she must be be like oh. some kids show or some shit madeline was just in um uh the black phone oh the kid she's, in the black phone she's the sister in the black phone i believe oh, there you it, go if it's madeline mcgraw well good for her in black phone that is uh you know popped up the list like this i mean she's only i, I don't know how she ranks overall i just know that she's ahead of olivia coleman and maya rudolph but not quite enough Juice for her to surpass. You did it again, Rory. Abby Jacobson is number one. That sounds I, about right to me. Just so you know, I'm doing this podcast from the TMZ offices. <laughs> so I have a little bit of a fucking advantage. I'm just hearing the guys get, you know, gaggle on the other side of this fucking uh, cubicle, and I just hear all the juice. Oh, it's still anybody's game. Except for, uh, you know, Corey couldn't possibly win. But uh, it's fun to have him as a spoiler, and he gets to go first on this next one. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and um, you know, everybody gets to share answers, so it doesn't, the order doesn't matter that much. But uh, if we go to a tiebreaker, then Clark gets to uh, take first stab at it, and uh, 
then Rory has to pick somebody else and whoever ranks higher wins. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. We might have a flat-out win here. The movie, Corey, is Steven Spielberg's The Post. Oh, God. Yeah, isn't that funny? Like, when you hear Steven Spielberg, you think, oh, this is going to be a fun, exciting movie, The Post. But what a cast. Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks, Sarah Paulson, Bob Odenkirk, Tracy Letts, Jesse Plemons. David Cross and Allison Bree, just to name most of them. Who, Corey? Which one of them do you think would? Uh, it it's hard take to it th- right now. It's hard to think that either Tom Hanks or Meryl Streep wouldn't be number one at anything. But Better Call Saul just ended, and and I I'm gonna go with Bob Odenkirk just because I want to. I appreciate that. You got to just go with your heart. Yeah. I'm not going to win, so let's just make a moral victory. I love it. I, I, Bob is so he's so good on that show, and that movie made nobody is really fun and good. It's and, so good. Uh, he's just he's tremendous. Um, what do you think, Rory? Uh, can I can I uh, try to recite some of the people you said in that cast? You said Tom Hanks, Meryl uh-huh. Streep, Odin Kirk. Uh-huh. And David Cross, the whole Mr. Uh-huh. They're both in it, yeah. Oh, um, Sarah Paulson. And... Uh, Allison Breeze in it, Jesse right. Plemons, Tracy Letts. And we're going for who's trending of all those people right now at number four. Uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh with Ryan. I mean uh with Corey on this one. And you're um, agreeing with him on uh, I'm going to say Odin Kirk's number one. I, I think his logic is sound. All right, Clark. All right. I am actually going to break with the group here and say Allison Brie. Um, she's got a movie out right that just came out on AMC Plus. Right. And so I'm going to I'm going to just I don't know. I, it's tough. This is tough, but I'm going to say. Because Hanks just had um, Elvis, too. So um, Elvis, too, the sequel. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that's uh, called How to Train Your <laughs> uh, So, yeah, I'll, I'll, but I'll stick. I'll say Allison Brie. All right. Well, uh, you all dodged a bullet on uh, Meryl Streep because, shockingly, she's in the list. The cast of this movie, she's like number eight. Wow. Yeah. So that's like. But don't, you know, don't worry just about Meryl. She'll yeah. don't worry. Next thing yeah. she does, she's gonna be fine. <laughs> um, then we got uh, looks like uh, Jesse Plemons just missed the top three at number four, and then at number three, Allison Bray. Oh mm-hmm. no, good call that she was up there, but she wasn't up there quite high enough. At number two is Mr. Tom Hanks, who does seem to be like, obviously Elvis has got a lot of Tom Hanks talk uh, going around for his portrayal of, of, you know, a very, for his work sitting in the makeup chair for five hours every day. And then um, number one, so exciting. Rory went three for three, Mr. Bob Odenkirk. Nice. (laughs) Talk about... Rory, I'm going to call you Rory Understanding the Assignment of the news. <laughs> hey, Well the way, done Can I just say on top of that You don't make the assignment easy to understand 
<laughs> no, I know that's 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 the part of it that's like so impressive is that <laughs> impenetrable uh, web of instructions. You still manage to to pull it off. You, each round you asked me, now we're looking for the number one. <laughs> yeah, I had to be and really then, clear on what the And then you was. named it, and then you proceeded to name it. It was all very clear what was happening uh, all the time. And congratulations, and you wow. get to plug yourself first. What would you like to promote? Oh, man. Rory, you're going to be in Vegas soon. Yeah, I'm going to be. That was what I'll promote. I mean, I'm uh, this weekend I'm uh, opening for uh, Sarah Silverman and uh, I'm going to be one of the comics on Sarah Silverman in France. So uh, come to that in Vegas. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I mean, Todd Glass is going to be there limping around, right? Yeah. Todd Glass <laughs> just had knee surgery. Apparently he's going to be there. So, uh, oh my God, the bone spur was in his knee. Oh no. Is it, is it foot surgery? I know he has yeah, something was, where he's wheeling yeah. around. Um, yeah. It was bone spurs, so that's why I made that uh, bone spur in his knee joke. Um, yeah, and uh, <laughs> that's from pacing around and complaining about lighting all the time. <laughs> yeah, and also uh, Atsuko. Uh, okay, he busted, he busted his foot so complaining bad. about the drapes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Rory. You were saying? No, I was saying also. Um, you know, Atsuko. She's super funny. Great. Oh movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, great lineup, great show. What what, what yeah. venue in Vegas? It's at the Wynn Casino. It's going to be really Wynn, cool. oh, that yeah. place. You walk in there, what a gorgeous lobby. Uh, lots of flowers everywhere and people nearby yeah. lose, losing their homes. They, but listen, one of the things I'm what a most world. excited about for the weekend is the lobby of the Wynn. I'll tell you what, you... I. I I can't. You shouldn't say whether you're staying at the win or not. But off, off. Well, no, the, gig, the gig is at the win. Uh, right, that, but you I know, you can't. You, you don't have to stay there. No, we don't have to. You know, you know, it's, it's sometimes you have to. Where we're staying. Sometimes you know, if you have the security team, they probably suggest don't stay at the hotel where the venue is. But I, I you know, I don't. Well, I you know, you know your shit, man. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Uh, have fun in Vegas. Thank yes. you for doing the show. Of course, man. And uh, that, yeah, it was, that was terrific the way you figured all of that out. But no slouch herself. Uh, Clark Wolf, what are your plugs? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Clark Wolf, Clark with an E, Wolf with an E. And then every week at twitch.tv slash fearhq. Halloween's coming up. So we do spooky movie TV com. Uh, content all year round so join us over there it's a lot of fun awesome Corey thank you Corey Ryan Forrester thank you for once again letting me embarrass myself publicly Doug I'm uh I would like to promote and plug uh, me and Trey Crowder's new podcast, it's called Putting on Airs, and uh, the contention of the podcast is me and Trey are both slack-jawed dipshit rednecks, and we talk about fancy stuff and their culture, such as the, you know, the Royals, I'll do a history lesson on Marie Antoinette, Trey will try to talk about where fancy people culture and redneck stuff overlaps, uh, such as getting drunk, we do it and they do it, but how we differ may surprise you, uh, and also, we just released our first sister show, uh, which is with which is with my sister. Uh, me and my sister Kirby are doing a review of the House of the Dragon, and our show, Little House of the Dragon, can be found on the Putting on Airs feed. 
Little House of the Dragon. <laughs> and did, you decided to do this uh, sight unseen, or was it after you'd witnessed episode one? What's the, oh, uh, it was right. So, like, we knew that it was, you know, it was about to come out, and me and Trey had been talking about other ways to promote putting on airs. And I was like, let's do. Let's do a, a, a watch along or review of, of the House of the Dragon. And he was like, man, I ain't got time right now. And I was like, well, you know who always has time and is the biggest TV show nerd I know? My sister. So let's introduce her to the world. So we started doing that and it's going well, you know, only one episode in. It came out uh, today as yeah. we're recording this. Yeah. So but you know, you've seen the first episode. Does it, it, are, you, are you excited for more or is it disappointing? I, Where are you at? No, I'm very excited. I mean, to me, the bar was not really that high because of how poorly Game of Thrones ended. It was almost to me like, just give us something with action that's competent and we'll be happy. And I really enjoyed it. I'm a huge Matt Smith fan, you know, from uh, Doctor Who and, of course, on The Crown. So I, I love him. And no, I thought it was I thought it was great. I'm excited. I like any actor who, like, you know, just takes a moment to get their hair did at, at the, the Legolas hair salon. <laughs> I, thought, I love that. Because like, he's totally great. got the Orlando Bloom from uh, Lord of the Rings uh, yeah. hairdo. Yes, he does. Um, well, thank you for all. You know, that's TV, so I don't talk about it too much, but uh, it, it's it's definitely interesting. Doug Love's Movies is going to be at Dynasty Typewriter here in Los Angeles on September 17th at 420. And then uh, we'll be uh, doing it up in San Francisco at the Punchline on October 15th, also at 420. com, as y'all know. One more time. I mean, there's nobody here to, you know, there's no applause necessarily, but I'd like to say all your names once again. Thank you, Clark Wolf, Corey Ryan Forrester, and Rory Albanese. Now, Rory, yeah, uh, was it, did you have enough fun that you were willing to come back? I would come back and do this anytime. And I want to okay. say to Clark and Corey, I had a blast hanging out with you guys. So, so nice to meet you, Rory. Thank you. Because then that's the next question. Do you want to, you know, uh, uh, I will get you back soon if yeah. you're if you're I'd up for to. it. I'd love to. Yeah. Um, and uh, shit, I forgot I was going to tell you one other thing, but I, clearly not <laughs> urgent. <laughs> oh, I, I know what I was going to say. I wanted to say this to uh, to Doug and Corey. I, I think when when Clark's horror movie comes out, we should we should all go see it. Oh, that's fun. Ooh. I would love to do that. just make a date now and just commit to it. And when it comes yeah. out, we just fucking text each other. And we just do it. I have to I assume it. I have to assume after my last two performances on Doug Loves Movies that I may be on some sort of probation, but I would love to go <laughs> see the film. Y'all are the best. I'll be sure to send details as they are available. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you think I can, you know, actually, you know, remember everything well enough to, you know, put together a list of uh, people on probation. Uh, I have to, a lot of times I'll have a guest on like halfway through them being on. I'll be like, well, that's why I wasn't anxious to have him back. But uh, <laughs> but everybody's so I, I've been just having a great time with everybody these days because, uh, you know, it, mostly over over Zoom, it's harder to be like, you know, disruptive. And then when I do do a show in front of a live audience, if the disruptive first is being funny, then that's that's very entertaining. So uh, I love that we've just been able to push through and keep doing this show and that we are bringing it uh, live again. So, Rory, if you came back next week and won, 
you'd be invited to come back the next week. If you won that one, then you'd move on to our live show on September 17th with, shit, a, with an audience, which Corey can tell you, Clark can tell you, is more fun than doing it. There's no, it's <laughs> a blast. Both are good. Both are good. But I'm gonna you know. be I'm gonna be in Vegas on Sunday, as I told you. So uh oh this I, next Sunday. But I could probably do it this coming yeah. this coming one. Yeah. So yeah, let me just don't mind sitting yeah. in the hotel room for an hour uh yeah. doing this. I mean, you know, it might get you away from the table, save you some money. Yeah, no, it'll get me away from the shops. Oh right, God, God, you can't. That guy, you can't. I'll either can't be get a, him to leave Caesar's Forum. He's there. Day can't and night. You can't get me out of that Rolex though. <laughs> at, at the Venetian. All right, well, I'll pencil you in and circle yeah, back and yeah, make yeah. sure you're cool with it because right, you, you know it is kind of like being on vacation when you perform in Vegas. Yeah, and um, this isn't this isn't too much work, man. Yeah, uh, and your schedule isn't necessarily your own. But but thank you to uh, all three of you. Everybody's welcome back whenever they want, of course. And uh, I close every show with the last line of a movie. Uh, hit me up on Twitter if you know what this one's from. As always, gentlemen, to our wives. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you because Doug loves